man, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to day three of Podcember. Carolyn Joe Show's Podcember. 31 days of podcasting. This is for today's episode of December 3rd. December 3rd, right, Carolyn? That is correct, and it's Sunday now. And now it is Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that day, we've reached that time that there's no turning back. I guess there really is a turning back, but just so you guys know that you're tuning in, uh, you can actually... If you're listening to us live on Instagram, you can ask us questions there. Also, the show is also going to get posted on YouTube, so you can watch it there as well. But just so you know, my name is Joe Carbe. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, a writer, a musician. and But today, I am a podcaster across from me in this studio, in the straight production studio. The greatest mind in all of the universe, one of the guardians of the galaxies herself, Carolyn Bolevsky. How are you doing today, Carolyn? I am Groot. That's right. Groot. That's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. Cutting right to the chase. Right to the chase. December 3rd. A lot of stuff. I guess a lot of stuff is happening. We've re- we've readjusted this room now. So <laughs> it's a little a little bit, but now like the pocket view viewing area is a slightly bit different, but we want to see if your voice can come over across for the the Instagram Instagram listeners. But who, who knows? Who knows how it really works? Now we're catering. I am Groot. We're catering to so many things now. It's so it's sort of nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am Groot. So we just got <laughs> what done. If I just did the whole we just, show. We just we just it'll, it'll suck. But <laughs> I know. But we just got done. We just got done. We had a, an appearance over at McKay's down in Manassas. McKay's what's it called? Uh, McKay's used books. Used books. McKay's used books. A fine time there. There's always something to discover. I see like the most random stuff there that I would never find, I don't know, in my real life, I guess. But yeah. then like when I'm roaming the aisles of halls of, you know, it's like, it's much like a library, I guess. They just have different topics organized. And whenever I'm roaming. <laughs> it's just like a library with different topics organized? Yeah. it's You know, like a library has different topics. Yeah. Like mystery or you know, like music and stuff. And you, I roam the halls. And yeah. my favorite section has been the music section. And then right next to it is design, like literally right next to it. Like you only have to move one footstep. And it just happens to be my little area, I guess. That's cool. And also the cookbook area, they have like so many cookbooks. Yeah. This year I didn't really look at the cookbooks or at, I guess at this visit, I didn't really look at the cookbooks as much. I kind of glazed over it as I was walking to the bathroom. Sure. But they have tons of cookbooks, and like some of them are like ten cents. I mean, those those prices, like, those are the deals. Those are deals. When you go to a used bookstore, those are sort of the things you look for. It's a very popular bookstore. I mean, based think in of McCann. how many recipes you can do. Like so many. Yeah. Just ten. Cents. So many I can't even think of. Oh man, but yeah, it's in Manassas. So check it out if you haven't been, and we'll probably be back again. We'll see. Um, I know, like we started doing the McKay's shows last year, and we did two shows so far we did december and then we did april this year or and december of last year and now we're doing december of this year so we've done three shows so far and it looks like an it looks like we're doing it twice a year like every six months or so like april december seemed to be a good a good way of doing it um what happens if i move my my setup and now they can see my headphones so we're actually looking we're looking face, directly at each other directly at each other just like how just like how it used to be <laughs> just it's, like how that time used to be i'll move this cord so it's oh, not in not in the viewers at home now we're face to face and i can go back and forth and i can still face try to mix this to thing face. live yeah i like that because i was like only looking at your shoulder 
it wasn't really like I was getting a connection. There's never a connection. When you just look at someone's shoulder. <laughs> There's never a connection when you're just going, going, looking at the shoulder. I'll try to figure this thing out. So on Instagram, not on Instagram, so on Facebook, uh, a couple of days ago, Yo, I re, uh, I, uh, I uh, reposted a video um, that was a scene from, uh, or it's a, a gif from Parks and Rec. Uh, and I forgot the guy's character who has the the mustache. Ron Swanson. Ron Ron Swanson's character basically smashing a uh, a cell phone, and the the meme of the gift is uh, of the gift is saying, "I don't like group texts," and um, and I had to repost that because I'm actually a firm believer in my personal in my personal life that I actually really 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 despise group texts now what type of group texts are you talking about like well i think i think the gif was more specific well i think on the gif the the gif of ron swanson that that was that i reposted was uh i think like uh it was like uh how i am after uh like 256 text messages in the past three minutes on a group text Mm -hmm. like one of those things and uh i totally i totally understand that's why i don't do group texts because it's always is it that, like a happy holidays thing? No, I don't know. It doesn't or, matter. It doesn't matter what it is. But like, so like group meaning more than two people. Like if it's a three person group text. Well, that's you're just not a, a fan of that's that. just a normal text if it's just like two people talking. Yeah, I know. But so when making it three is a group. Yeah, like anything, so three and up. Yeah, yeah. Per, anything more than one on one, I I'm really I really get annoyed with. Hmm. Anytime where I'm not part of this conversation and it's still going, and I get notified of a conversation. You know, and people have their own like small jab, not jabs, but just their their own jokes, and they're all that. You know, like stuff. And you like feel that. like you're not in the inner circle, but you're still like looking at their dialogue. No, no, the, I mean, sure, but like just the fact that I have to, like, I don't care to hear any of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I feel like in my past that I've I've offended I've offended many people just because I'm like I don't do group text. Sorry, I'm not going to answer. Like I don't. Very, very seldom I will actually answer through the group text. Like, mm-hmm. if someone includes me in the group text, so Joe, what do you think about this? You know, or we're waiting on Joe. I actually don't, I don't want to answer in the group text. Now, how is that any different from a group email? Because let's say you're working on a project with people. Yeah. And like, let's say you are actually meeting like in person, right? Yeah. And then like, so it's a group of like, I don't know, three or four or five people, and you're like, hey, we're meeting today at 5 p.m. at the museum. Yeah. And then, like, someone texts back, like, well, are we meeting by the front door or inside the lobby? You know, like, it's like, you know, like, so something like that, would that frustrate you? Or that's, like, more of necessary information? Well, with with that situation, that sort of makes sense. But, like, still, um, I'm just out. See, there there comes a certain point where... uh, Every single time I've been, I've been included in a group text, it sort of like runs wild on itself, mm-hmm. where people start making smart ass comments or not, or just comments in general that have nothing to do with what's happening. Or, so you only like it if it lo- like logistically is about like getting the business done and like organizing people. Well, because I, there's a certain point where I don't even I don't want a notification of everything that's happening because a lot of times then that means I gotta be privy to like like. Oh, but this person said this one or this one. You know, like you get all this other well, bullshit. Well, the Facebook messaging, you can actually leave a conversation. Yeah. So can you leave a group text? Oh, uh, I don't know. I've never tried, and I've, I actually I have tried to leave a group text. It'd be like Joe has left the conversation. But they don't say it. Doesn't say it. you just get the you just get the text. 
you know, on that, you just keep on getting texts and all this stuff, and then you guys, I also feel like, I also feel like with the, with the overall, because say if it was a group email, I feel like a group email is easier for me to go back and backtrack and do all this, find all this information that I need to, right? Mm-hmm. But on a text, it gets really more annoying because I got to scan and I'm on my phone and you know and all this stuff, and then it just it just comes down to like a waste of a waste of time for me because you know it's not really cutting to the point. I feel like I feel like it gets more jokey and I I just get more like so this it's is almost a waste like IMs, like yeah. the days of AOL. It kind of reminds me of that, like where it's just like bloop 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 bloop, and then you're getting all this information and it's not really super relevant or like you're just getting people like sending smiley faces and stuff back oh, and it, forth. it turns into that like every single like an email it doesn't see like an email i feel a, a group email i feel like people keep it more professional or more of the info that needs to happen yeah but i feel like in a group text sometimes people forget it's a group that 50 other five other people are getting this and it becomes like like oh now here everyone listen to my my day story about this sucks and all this i'm like Dude, i don't really care you know mm-hmm. and that's why I hate group text, and that's why I posted that. And I felt like it felt really good for once when I saw other people like sort of like like or laugh at it and agree. Like, yeah, group text sort of suck. Yeah, it does. Maybe when you get one, you can just have like a straight up policy of your of yourself. No, and, I like, say people it. know as soon as you get a group text, you'd be like, "This is the only reply I'll ever send." In no, those group text I just and be like I don't like group text. I, 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 don't know. I, I literally I literally text. say I literally say fuck group text I'm not doing this I'm I'm at, I'm at to that point but people get offended like I feel like I've I've had people get literally mad and offended or feel like no they don't want to be friends that you don't even let, answer the, the group text anymore yeah and I'm like that's on you man <laughs> like I like I I, gets, I still it gets too personal well I still answer individually though I still answer. Like, I won't answer in the group, but I'll send them a personal text. Like, hey, dude, I'll be there. You know? Well, you're more of a one-on-one guy than a group guy. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it comes down to. It feels like I'm being forced into a group situation, and I'm not a group person, you know? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You're really just not a group guy. You're not, like, going to join clubs or be... I don't know. You never were that type. You, You can, like, loosely be associated with certain factions, but... You're not going like out of your way to be like I'm a, I'm gonna be a group thing. Yeah, but I I feel part of me feels bad too because I'm like, well, they're like, you know, some people are like, well, you don't want to be part of the group text. I guess you're not part of the group. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fine. Dude, but then that's screw the that. flip side of it. There are some people that like they don't want one on one. They love groups. I not, like they want to be part of the pack. Yeah. You know, and I don't think like you're more of like a lone wolf when it comes to that. You don't want to be part of the pack. Yeah. You want to do your thing. I mean, then, I like packs, but, but then I don't you like do like working with others. It's not like that you're against. It's not like you want to be a single solitary force in that sense, because you know, since you do filmmaking and all that stuff, like that definitely requires a team effort. Yeah, but also it, it has a leadership to it too. That's really important. <laughs> but you know what's funny is a lot of times with the filmmaking stuff, even with the film crews, that it's not. We don't really use group text, or at least in my not in, in terms my world, of text. I'm saying like in general, like you can work with a group, and yeah. in certain ways, you want to be part of a group. Yeah, and have. Well, I like that. having. I like a team. Yeah, you know. I just don't like group text. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I, I will never what, do group text. But I wonder what makes the that. text part of it like worse. Just because you get you get Cause because texting is like the worst form of communication. No, no. Well, one of the or things Facebook that, is probably worse. Well, one of the one of the uh, 
I mean, Facebook is fine with communication. It's just one of the mm, things is like, maybe. yeah, but when you get a when you get a ding from a Facebook a message, mm-hmm. you know that's directly to you. But no, they have the group one. Oh yeah, th- that's again a group thing. That's freaking annoying. So mm-hmm. that situation is annoying for me too. But when on a text message, like you're like, oh, someone's actually sending me a message. Oh, oh, it's another. Oh, they're not talking. Oh, another one. Oh, they're not talking about me. Oh, another one. Oh, screw this. Or oh, now it's a, a joke. Am I supposed to be? Oh, now I got to go back and read the rest of this stuff. Yeah, the group things are always funny because like the main group thing that. I think maybe you are participate more in group texting than I do, but the main no, I don't. And, I don't. And, and, I, don't. I, don't I really hate them. But like the one thing the, I'm the always times. roped into, and this is like a kind of cool thing that they're putting together, is um, a lot of the artists that I do conventions with. Um, sometimes I get roped into like a group conversation because after doing con- comic cons for so many years, like you get to know some of the other exhibitors. Yeah. And sometimes I get roped into their conversations and they're like trying to like get a group deal on like a hotel or yeah. like staying together and stuff and, or like driving somewhere and all that. And like, sometimes like I'll still be on it and I'm like, totally like, I'll let them know be like, Oh no, I already have my own arrangements, but thanks for including me or something like that. But then like, I'm still somehow roped into it. And then I end up seeing like all their plans and stuff. Which I'm like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, like, there's, like, a million people on an email. Not a million, but, like, you have 15 people on an email like yeah. that. Then, you know, some, what, sometimes what, it gets a little rough. And one of the things that's also, like, when... Also, like, in... On, like, a post, say, when people... I don't know if you this people if you've been including in this a lot, but sometimes when people are, like, promoting, like, say, like, we're releasing a new music video... And, like, I, if I didn't even, like, work on it or even care about it or even mm-hmm. hear about it, but you still get tagged on it. Yeah. And then you see, like, a hundred other people have been tagged. Yeah. That part gets really, 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 like, that's just sort of. You know what that is, though? That's a, that's a, that's a dick move right that's there. That's a signal boost. Yeah. I get, yeah. Because they're letting everyone know, like, hey, we just started our Kickstarter. And, like, it's a way for, like, them like, to get the news out as, as quickly as possible yeah. to as many people as possible. So part of me gets it. And I'm okay with them doing it one time. But if it's like multiple times, or but it's that be stuff, annoying. But that stuff, if I get tagged, that goes on my page though too. That's only if you approve it. Well, on, on mine, it's open like that. So well, then maybe you gotta change your settings. Because at one time, I'll say like somebody told me that too. Because I was like, man, everyone just tags me, and then like all their stuffs like on my page, and yeah. like, and then I'm like, that's not cool. Because for a while, like a, f- a few people like kept putting their stuff like on my thing, you know. And, um, like, somebody was like, you know you can change that, right? And this was, like, a few years ago, and I didn't know. And I was like, what? Oh, you can? And so I went into my privacy settings, and now, like, basically anything that's on my wall has to be approved by me first. And, like, yeah, it kind of sucks, because then it has to take time to, like, for me to, like, look at it and stuff. But I think it is good to actually have that on, because you never know what somebody's going to post. And you could be sleeping or something, and they could post, like something horrible and have your name attached to it because i think that's what somebody did once i don't even know who it was it was somebody i didn't even know on facebook but i was friends with them and they posted something that was like wasn't like super horrible but i remember being like i don't want this on my page yeah and they like tagged whatever uh, 50 people or whatever how many they had on there and i was like i was like i'm taking this off and then i think that was like the last straw on my privacy thing because i always used to defend it because i was like cool well you know like what if, you know, I want, like, the good things where people, like, tag you at an event or something. Like, I'm like, cool, that's that's cool that they took my picture and, like... Let's hope let's hope it's a good photo, right? Yeah, and, like, hope that it's good and stuff. And, like, for a while I was always defending that, but then I was like, man, this is the last straw. Like, I don't want other people's whatever stuff they're putting up there, like, under my name. 
was like, that's kind of just wrong. So I did put that privacy setting on. I mean, so that's, I, that's good. But I feel like I feel like you're on Facebook enough that like you probably should put that on because it's not like you're neglecting it and you're and you're not going to approve anything. You know, you do go on daily, so you know you always are checking it. So then you can like approve stuff quickly. I think you should put it on because you never know. There's going to come a time at like you know whenever you do sleep or like three a.m. or something and like someone might put up like something that's totally self-promoting themselves and then it's on your site and you're like why yeah and i usually like if they do that and i have nothing to do with it i usually just like scrub that and erase it like soon super fast but it's still already up there on your thing so like i would just put up the i mean maybe try it for a week and see if you like having to approve other people's stuff i mean i think i might i think i might have it I don't know. I think I do. might have it because I do remember I do have to approve certain things on there. Even Maybe when, certain even things, when I, but... Even when I tag myself on photos, uh-huh. like, I still have to approve that. Oh, like, so I, like, then it, it shouldn't be a problem for you then. Yeah, so I think I think when I do that, it, it's still there. But even the fact of people like just tagging me in general just to do that, it's like, sort of like a scummy thing too, you know? But like I guess that's the, that's the, that's that's the, the world. That's the world, man. So you know, you know what's funny? A unique thing. Not a unique thing. But a, a part that I found was really, really entertaining. So while we're at McKay's and we have our tables next to each other, like with the well, Julian who made who who, who created the ant, right? Or not Ant Man, but like ants, the comic book ants, and uh, and Sean Casley, the uh, the creator, Cosley, Sean Cosley, the the creator of uh, uh, now I forgot, Panaforce, Panaforce. Uh, uh, see a thing that happens that's always unique when we're at at McKay's or any other convention is the amount of time that people talk to us at the table. And I think this has only really happened at McKay's because I guess McKay's is a huge used bookstore that has like the biggest and best used bookstore, like in Northern Virginia has so many things. I buy comics like a lot every time I'm there, but we always have like, uh, like older people who older people walk around there too. Like really like, I guess old who've, who've seen some, Great times. I've like had amazing people, stories. By, by old, because I don't want to make us like super ageist or something. No, but, but they're old. No, we're talking about like Graham. Yeah, we're grandpa. talking like Graham. We're talking about like, people, like Santa. People who have been to the war, you know? Yeah. Like literally, they tell us war stories. And like, it was it was so like, because I think this happened to us before uh, last time we were there. But all of a sudden, this older guy starts talking to, um, starts talking to Sean and Julian. And he's telling like, I don't know what it is, but he's like, yeah, I, I remember back in my day. Like, it was literally like, back in my day, you know, I didn't, I don't know about comics, but then I read a lot of comics, you know? And then was, he was talking in that pace. No, this is literally what was said because I wrote okay, it in, in my notebook. Just I'm just going to do the opening line. He was like, you know, I, I never really was a comic book kid. And then Julian was like, oh, well, what were you into? And then the old guy was like, forts. Tree, the, tree forts. Tree forts. I love tree forts. Like he was like forts. Tree forts. But then I feel like <laughs> I was like, what's so going that was, on? That was the beginning, and I felt like then like I feel like after twenty minutes, like there are so many times where I'd look left, and I was like, dude, this guy is still talking. Like he's like, like he just went off about like alfalfa and stuff. Like, like what was? I, what? I remember when I was. We we went and were we when I was young and we were making tree forts. They chose that different type of wood, you know, the tree <laughs> that you can put inside. But like his, he pa- was talking about how like I guess one of them got injured making a tree fort. And it was, but it, it it was so amazing because he wasn't like how I am. He he wasn't rushing through his story or anything. It was really this evenly, awesomely paced like 
slow. So here we go, and like you know, Janet comes in, and then she's talking how she doesn't want to do that, and then I want to do that too. But you know, we're back <laughs> in the day, and so it was sort of like, and like I used to turn around like men, and like that. I feel like that happened to us last year, where a guy was like, "Yeah, I won't be able to buy that the leggings." For my wife, because she's not into that's crazy stuff. But I do remember when I was a young man, and I went back into the to the old clubs back in the day. And I remember like I was listening to that last year of a guy talk in that same pace, and I was like, "How am I going to get out of this?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, right." right. But last year, the guy was like talking about how like you know he was into our book, The Legettes, which yeah. is about burlesque dancers, and then he was like, he did say, "I don't know if my wife would like approve of this or whatever," and then. He started like, he's like, oh, I remember. Like, it was like as if from out of nowhere, this dream came to him from like his past and he yeah, was like like he's like in, a, he, he's he, like in high school or something he's he like, like i remember gump. we went to like a forest gump like a multi-chapter like tale <laughs> that he had to take when he was younger and that's what i think what happens with old people is like they'll see something and then like it will open up their memory bank that they hadn't heard hadn't heard or thought of that story in like years like, or it's, decades it's amazing and then to they're see. like i remember norma jean he was like talking about this chick named I don't know Norma Jean, and she was like at the swimming pool, and how like she's he was like man she had the best gams, <laughs> which actually I knew what the yeah. slang was for that. It's like 1920s slang for legs. But what but it's amazing though is so that happened to us last year when we were at McCase, but then this year another older guy was doing that to Sean and uh, Sean oh no, Julian. Sean and Julian and like it was like to me it like lasted forever and I was like are they getting like should I do should I bust in but, but also they didn't make really any effort to try to like end the conversation they just let it, they just let it roll they just, just listen like, to him talk. Go. But what what was so awesome was the only way that this this he stopped that he stopped telling the story was that like his wife like rolled in and it was like I don't know if this is his name I'm just saying, I'm calling Michael it was like there you are Michael it's like have you even started shopping yet I was like damn this is the first thing this guy did it's like you haven't even looked for your books yet have you and then he was like he was like it's too expensive it's like come on let's go all right and then they just go there was like no real like okay i'm gonna buy your books it's like okay well i knew i knew from like two minutes in that he wasn't gonna buy anything like i can kind of get a vibe don't they want people don't they want to support the local scene (laughs) i don't know man he was already like complaining that the books were too expensive so i don't know mckay's is like a strange place when it comes to the pricing too because i still want to figure out how they do that like i don't know this is gonna sound like it has to be a book i there's gonna sound like some undercover cop type thing but i kind of want to like get a part-time job at mckay's and like figure out how they do the pricing structure because it's very interesting to me it's basically when you come in you have like this giant bin and you can fill it with all your used books that you want to i guess trade in and you know they give you a little slip that has some type of code on it usually it's like a few letters and it's almost like waiting for dmv you know, you're waiting in line or you get a number or like at, like at a deli counter. Yeah. It's like that. So you wait and then, you know, you're not like you can still browse the store. It's not like you have to look at the screen the whole time. But, um, you know, usually it takes like half an hour or such and you go up and then you get a price back for, you know, you can you can get like all store credit if you want or you get um, a cash or like a check for items over twenty dollars. 
But I don't know how they do their pricing because also when I look around at books, like obviously I guess bestsellers aren't kind of even worth anything because there's so many of those books. Like for example, I saw Life of Pi out there. It was 10 cents. Is that the one with the tiger and the Indian dude? Yeah. 10 cents? 10 cents. <laughs> like it's basically like a worthless i'm not saying it's worthless but like money wise i guess like in that sense it's like are, are like it's like books, a worthless book are like books just worthless to people these days um well first of all i don't know why some people even go this is gonna sound so horrible i like i love that mckay's has us and like sponsors us to be there and stuff but i think they do provide an awesome service but then on the flip side it's like I don't even know why some people like go to McKay's when you can check out stuff in the library for free. <laughs> like there, you know, if for you want, free. if you want to get down to it, I mean, sure. Well, you, you're get to, gonna, you don't have to, you get to own the book, but though. that's what I'm saying. Like McKay's does offer a service. Like, let's say if you wanted to own life of pie and buy that for 10 cents, like that is a steal. Well, can't you do that at a library too? You just keep the book. No, but it would go, be going against your, like it, your, your, I, your, uh, it's your like record. Ten, I think it's like your 10 cents. I think I think it's ten cents a day if you go over your due date. Not ten cents. Wow. Well, it adds up because some people end up like well, you, putting you their book. Like they're like, let's say their book goes under like the car seat or something, or like their kid hides it somewhere, and yeah. then they're like, I don't know where that book was, but it was just like on my sofa the other day or something, and they like run around their house trying to look for it and they can't find it, and then they find their book like five years later, and then how how much is that bill? you know yeah. like it ends up being a lot and um anyway but yeah they do have like fines at the library but i'm just saying like if you really wanted to save money you could check stuff out at the library and like that's all fascinating too like you can walk into a library and be like whoa look at, I, I can discover any book that i want right <laughs> yeah isn't that kind of like how mckay's is it's like whoa look at all these things like and also the See, library that, has a, cool, a lot more comics than it used to have well, back in the day if you think about it, that's also a cool thing i like about like bookstores and libraries and stuff in general better better than like if you're shopping online yeah i don't know because of the discovery it, it feels more like discover like the, the classic level of discovery you know what i mean as opposed to like like i remember i remember uh when I used to like have to like hunt for like like rare CDs and stuff like that, and like I, I remember like wh- I don't I don't know what it was, but like I remember like having like trying to find it at a store or at a convention or something like that. But then when you can just find it online, like you lose that sort of real sense of adventure. Yeah, now you're you like in this, this the digital adventure, you know. That's why I do like digging around at McKay's, because also the one thing about their pricing structure that I don't understand is like like I was using that Life of Pi example of being you know it's a bestseller and that's only 10 cents but then like why'd you buy it it was 10 cents i don't need it i'm probably not gonna <laughs> read it you know like that's people do go out of you know McKay's I, with like big ass stacks of books too. but that's what i don't understand like i i can understand like what's well, christmas a few present books. time too right that's true i can see it as presents but like the from the flip side it's like if yeah that's cool that you're buying a whole bunch of books but then part of me is like you could just go to the library like like you don't have to like own every single but if book buying that you for, ever read but if they're buying for gifts though that's the one thing no i get it but what i'm but what i'm also saying about their pricing structure is then i saw like other books like i can't give you an example of what i saw but there was some stuff that was like 20 bucks and in my head i'm like you know what if you go on amazon and then it's like less on amazon 
You know what I mean? So it's like I mean that's I don't a, understand their that's pricing actually, structure. That's actually my real the real thing I do right now too. Whenever I buy anything in person, I look at I I go look at the pricing of it like in you know like as a human. And then as a as a machine, as a, go, robot. as a robot, then I go online and check it out. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, it's just cheaper over here, you know. But and then, then you I end gotta up wait. On Amazon. You try to, do, but you try to compute the thing. You're like, well, I can I can walk away with it right now, but you know, it's like if I buy it on Amazon, you know, that's free shipping and it comes tomorrow. But it's a, but it's five dollars cheaper. So you weigh in the fact that well, it's five dollars cheaper, but by this time I already spent that gas money. You know, the time of gas traveling here. I've already computed that, you know, the tax. It's like all these different factors come into play these days. But don't you think it's interesting how you can have a book that's 10 cents, but then you can have another book that's $20, but you're like, what does it mean to you, I guess? Yeah. You know, at that point, it's like, because also Life of Pi, you can probably get at the library too. Like how, do you really need to own like a flip through like paperback of it that like probably oh, what 50 if, other people what have compu- touched? What if, yeah, 50 people have touched it. You got to own it. <laughs> you got to own it? Yeah. Some people don't like used books. I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember when when we were at um, uh, Third Man Records in Nashville mm-hmm. and they had like the final display book of like the White, the white Stripes uh, Great Northern Lights photo book. And then she was like, well, that's her last one. It's a display one. It's a little beat up, but that's the one we had since the beginning of the store. And I was like, I want that one because everyone touched it. Oh, my God. That's so dirty. But you know what's crazy is probably like I remember there was this family growing up and they I don't know, I guess if they're like germaphobes or what, but I specifically remember this family like would not let their kids take books out at the library. They bought all their books fresh. Fresh. Which especially back then that was pre Amazon. So that's like. How expensive was that? And also yeah. going to like all these nice bookstores to get their fresh book. Man, that's high end. The fresh books, man. It's all about the I feel fresh like books. if you compare the price on Amazon and find like a, the new book is within a dollar price, it's probably better to order it on Amazon than like some used book. And then you can make it used yourself. It's amazing. Amazon really has like a like a monopoly on that like i don't know any other, you can buy books from any other place but it feels like it's just all amazon yeah because they do offer the most competitive edge yeah well there you go ladies and gentlemen day three pod simmer in the pod cam in the pod cam thanks for tuning in i hope you guys enjoy this we're gonna see you guys again tomorrow and we're gonna try to record uh live the the night before um uh, what's it called? Like around the nine or ten o'clock area. So if you're on Instagram, Astray J, that's my handle. You'll be able to see it. You can check us out live, listen to us live, ask us questions live, whatever, whatever you want to do. We'll be here for a while. Or should we be using the Carolyn and Joe Show Instagram? Well, maybe we, the Carol- also, we also is that our handle at Carolyn and yeah Joe at Show? Carolyn and Joe Show. I don't know. Let us know. I'm trying to go you know, because of course Astray J has more followers. Than everybody. <laughs> well, we can always flip back and forth. We we'll, always, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But always appreciate you guys. Day number three. You can check out uh, Astray Productions, the guys who produce this show. Astrayproductions.com. Astrayproductions.com. A-S-T-R-A-Y. Productions. Check out my work, JoeCarabeo.com. Also, goastray.tumblr.com. Uh, buy this song run by Monday Mistress at mondaymistress.com also on iTunes and uh, CD Baby and you can listen to it on Spotify buy it man it's a good freaking song it's a good freaking song what do you got Carolyn 
I have a website. It is carolynbolevsky.com. That's my name. And also, I am on Twitter and Instagram at carolynbolevsky. So there you go, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. Be excellent to each other. Your bona fide.